With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. now it is tuesday night november 8th 2022 we're here in chicago illinois up on the north side thank you for joining us we're on youtube we're on twitter we are on twitch facebook live Eventually, we'll be live on Blog Talk Radio, perhaps, but um, we'll definitely be able to get the podcast out shortly after we record this here live. I uh, I forget how to do all this damn stuff. My name is Clark Lawrenson at Clark in Chicago. This fella here to uh, while you're watching it to your left. To my right, that's Alfred Ferdinand Larcher, the third. Well, hello, Clark. It's uh, wonderful to be here. It's an election Tuesday. You know, the uh, the birth of Justin Fields is a real quarterback. The Wait a minute. It's election exciting day? Exciting weekend of fantasy football. It's oh, election yeah. day? Fuck. I, the polls close in 70 minutes. I'll see you. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Well, we know you voted oh, hello, like a week ago. That That's up. Fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, voted uh, first in line this morning, my friend. Six oh five p.m. Boom, right there. Nice. I don't waste my time. I, I, I had garbage. to show him how to how to do it. I had to show him how to do it. Yeah, nice. but I did get you know I got the uh, I I got some food delivered today. I I did one of those app deliveries, you know, where they send you a, a week's worth of food. You just, uh, you know, eat yeah. it. And I'm not sure if I'm paying like, you know, paying a ten, a hundred times the what I would for lean cuisines. And I'm basically getting lean cuisine. That'll happen quite a bit there. I have found. Yeah. Um, am I frozen? Are you frozen? Who's, who's the one frozen here? I know there were some Internet issues your way. I generally, you know, sometimes I have the Internet issues. Um, oh, shit. I got to get a cable. I'll be right back. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, this is fun. Um, Welcome to the show. Uh, Another exciting evening here in the uh, sports attic. Justin Fields goes off this weekend. Very exciting stuff. Uh, He rushes for uh, 
uh, a record. He just keeps running and running and running. And uh, uh, thankfully, I played him in some fantasy this weekend, and I, I was about ten points away from fifty thousand um, dollars because I, I had him, I had Mixon, I had the Bear Stack, so I had Hill. Um, so it was a profitable weekend, and I did it on the backs of Justin Fields. The problem is this week in fantasy football, of course, is uh, Justin Fields is going to be the most owned quarterback. So, you know, uh, the secret's out that he, he's the real deal. And we've been talking about that on this program, you know, for weeks to just have a little patience, just trust in what he is and who he will be, uh, because the numbers are there. The data supports that this is a, a, a legitimate quarterback. He has um, he actually has a better uh, data match metrics and uh, better in just about every statistical staff than Josh Allen was in the same span of nine games. So uh, just something to look at. I'm also waiting on Justin Fields news or uh, Josh Allen news. My understanding is uh, it's cloudy right now as to what's going on with Josh Allen uh, reports of some elbow issues that it could be as severe as, uh, you know, being out the entire season, the rest of the season and the bills chances tanking to uh, just a couple of weeks. So I'm trying to get a little clarity going on on what, what's happened with his elbow injury. Uh, he, he is being uh, uh, evaluated. So we'll find out what's going on with the uh, University of Wyoming QB. Uh, and hopefully we'll, we'll get some clarity soon. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's uh, what's going on. Uh, didn't do much this weekend. Just kind of stayed in and chilled. And uh, got an, I got a new cable box thing, a Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi went down last week. So we'll see if we have any problems here tonight with that. And uh, I, I, I have no idea what Clark is doing. He's uh, disappeared. So it's just me and the cat. And, uh, you know, the cat doesn't have a lot to say. We, 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 finished, the, we finished the Netflix show El Rey. Finally over. Uh, 30 hours of that. Um, well worth it. I started on uh, Dahmer. And I, I read a book when I was a kid on Jeffrey Dahmer. Because it happened right around the time, like... I was in like, say, fifth, sixth grade, you know, it was all over the news. So I was curious and I went to the bookstore. This is like a year after. And there was a book all about Jeffrey Dahmer and the, the whole uh, Dahmer experience. And it feels a lot like this miniseries. Like it was it was very heavy into his parents and like his his story. And I'll never forget. I was in like, like I say, like seventh or eighth grade. And I'm reading this book in class. And the teacher sees it and realizes I'm reading a Jeffrey Dahmer book and takes it away from me. And, uh, uh, you know, my parents, my mom had to come in and get the book uh, because they felt it wasn't age appropriate. And they were wondering if I was a serial killer because I, you know, they started asking me, like, you know, do you kill animals or whatnot? I'm like, no, I'm just reading a book about Jeffrey Dahmer. It's, you know, it's curious. How do you know I'm not going to be a criminologist when I grow up? You know, I mean, I, that's what I wanted to do, but no, they took the book away, and, and you know, now I'm just a uh, degenerate gambler in an attic with a cat. So there you, know, you go. You hey, I'm I'm here, Al. I'm back. Great, great. Damn near lost power to the computer. Everything's wrong. The pieces that used to work don't work anymore. I don't know what the fuck happened here. I don't know when I when I do when I do the. Uh, the show, the fantasy show on uh, Friday mornings, we're set. We're ready to go right away. No problems. Just hit the button and go. Oh, what's going on over there? You got your, the, the, you usually have six cameras. You're down to just a black sp screen right now. Yeah, we're and, done. Uh, no camera. The 
camera's fucked. That's all right, though. I'll be right here. Just me and that little that little black uh, circle there, getting her done. This fucking thing. That's fine. That's fine. I don't like being on camera anyway. So, uh, well, that solves that. So, I mean, did you hear what happened to me, Clark? They took away my Jeffrey Dahmer book when I was a kid. No, I I came in on the end of that Dahmer thing. You said they they thought you were a serial killer. Well, they they caught me reading a Jeffrey Dahmer book in like eighth grade, and so they took it away from me. It might even have been freshman year of high school. And uh, yeah, now Je- now Jeffrey Dahmer's the you know he's the shit. Everybody's watching that Netflix thing. Well, everybody watched it already. I'm getting a little late because of El Ray, but I watched the uh, I, started, uh, I watched I started the, first... the Dahmer miniseries. Yeah, I watched the first episode a few months back, and uh, or, I don't know, a few weeks back, I guess it would be. And I I didn't get caught up. So I'm not any, I'm not much further than you, if any, on it. First episode was solid. Yeah, it seems pretty good. And I, the series just got picked up for another two seasons. Oh, it did? So we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get Dahmer part two and Dahmer part three, which is very exciting. Okay. That's cool. Actually, that's not true. They're just, you know, they're picking a different serial killer, but. Okay. I was a little confused when that news broke. I'm like, well, what are they going to do? Like fictionalize Jeffrey Dahmer into uh, you know multiple seasons? But you know, it turns out they're gonna, they're going to find other serial killers to uh, to focus on. So, oh, that's wild. Okay. Well, so Justin Fields, what do you think about him? Al. Can you hear me? Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know either. That's uh, I. I mean, I got kind of said what I thought about him over the years, I'm over back. the season. I uh, found him to be. Hello. Yep, I'm here. Hello. Okay. Yep. Can you hear me? Hello. Is this thing on. Hello. Hello. Well, I don't know why you're coming through my TV now instead of my headphones, but you are. Oh, so I don't know fuck. what that means. But me neither. This. Uh, I don't know what happened. I think maybe the kids got into this, and everything's messed up now. I can't get anything to work. Okay, well, I, I guess we'll do a show next week. We'll f- f- find out what's going on with Dallas and everything else because uh, this doesn't no, seem. I don't want to uh... wait for this, but now I'm coming through your TV, huh? Yeah. Jesus, ridiculous! I'm sorry, man. I have no idea what to do here. But anyway, I guess we can try. What, um, here, let me see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so far, so good. It's great to be back with you here on another flawless night, a flawless show. This is wonderful. Uh, I've missed like three shows in a row at this point, Al, because we now do two a week. I, uh, I've been unable to be there. We didn't do the show 
we didn't do one uh the week when i got back tuesday the that was the draft the the trade deadline pretty exciting day pretty wild pretty weird monday was the trade of roquan roquan uh last week and then uh yeah it's been a week and then the the bears lost the game on sunday nothing else to talk about with it yeah, I mean, they lost, and that's good. I mean, I want them to continue to lose um, while showing that their offense is improving. And then, uh, you know, you, you could finish up fixing the offense in the offseason and start working on the defense. Um, there's still so many holes in this team. Um, it's a very exciting from a fantasy aspect and from an actual football aspect, Bears versus Lions this week because you have two teams with absolutely no defense playing each other and both uh, offenses showing life, you know, the Detroit lions offense is, is real. I mean, they're, they're a real offense. They got their pieces in place already. Um, of course, J- Jared Goff questionable as quarterback um, as far as his ceiling goes. I mean, yeah. I, obviously uh, I would rather have uh, Justin Fields even, even in this early stages of his career than, uh, than, than where Goff is. Um, you know, because he's he's peaked, uh, but they have they have better wide receivers. They have well, they had a better tight end, I guess. Uh, that, that's now with the Minnesota Vikings, um, but uh, they, they obviously have better running back um, and uh, better wide receivers. So uh, it could be it could be a big shootout this week. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, that, that's uh, that's some exciting stuff. I'm excited uh, to see it. Let's see what happens. Um... The uh, the football game the other day, uh, Justin Fields. He is uh, he, he's fast. We saw it there in Dallas, of course. It's been a few weeks in a row. Uh, a week or so before that, things were really really kind of uh, clicking. Different, you know, the team doing a few different things with him. I think adding number ten. I think adding Claypool helped uh, spread it out just a bit as well. Maybe a little more confidence with the team. I think. When that trade happened out last Tuesday, a week ago today, I guess my thought there was, well, maybe this is this right here is just another piece that may help to keep him developing. As you mentioned, developing is what you wanted to see. So, yeah, good to see him. I mean, he's not, you know, the end all end all of wide receivers or anything, but he's pretty good. Like he's a pretty good receiver, better than better than they've had it around, it seems like so. Let's see. Well, he's he's a, Chase Claypool's a competent number two receiver. You know, the question is is uh, perfect. That's what is I need right guy, now. Is Mooney is Mooney a number one receiver? I don't know that the answer is yes to that. So we still need to find a number one, and then if we do find a solid number one wide receiver uh, with the complements of both uh, Claypool and Mooney, um, you know you see the things starting to come together. You know, Komet's looking a little better at tight end. Um, you know, the offense is still very misleading. Uh, I know, I know they only gave up like a sack this week, but a lot of, a lot of what's, what's helping the offensive line is Justin Fields is running. You know, when, when you could take off and run, it forces the offensive, the defensive line not to be as aggressive. You know, you, you have to, you have to contain more. You have to, <clears throat> you, you can't just fire down and go after the quarterback. You have to be conscious of the quarterback's legs. So that helps the offensive line tremendously. And, you know, when you get it, when you have a, a quarterback rush for 178 yards on 15 attempts and a touchdown, it, it's very easy 
um, to help that offensive line out. So um, yeah. I, I know it seems like that offensive line is better, but it really isn't. Um, it's, it's just, uh, you know, smoke and mirrors at this point. So, I mean, that's still a situation that needs to be taken care of. But with the scheming they're doing now, with, with the way the offensive is playing, um, they, they are going to be able to hide that offensive line a little bit and uh, make some things happen. And again, you know, you're going up against the Detroit Lions, which is just a, a god-awful defense. Um, so it should be an exciting game this week. Uh, I believe Chicago is favored by three. Uh, you know, pretty pretty decent wow. over and under. I think it's right up there with the with the highest over unders on the week, and uh, only only the Jacksonville Kansas City game is higher. And uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good to continue to watch the progress because now all the eyes are on Justin Fields. Now people are starting to believe. You know, you, yep. Elijah used to call in earlier in the season, and he I mean he was ready to throw the towel in on Fields, and uh, a lot of people were. Over on the Twitter, they they before yeah. everyone left, they they were um they they were all on Justin Fields' ass. When in reality, it was just like give this guy time and understand the situation he's in, which is what I've been preaching since uh, you know week one here, and uh, it's starting to come to fruition that this guy's probably a legit quarterback. Yeah, I I would say it. It's it was really nice to see Sunday's game uh, to be excited about watching football to be excited about seeing the Chicago bears playing football to watch Justin Fields doing things out there that you just don't see everybody doing. Um, yeah. Do is he, I mean, you know, the, the talk since then and in, in the few days since then has been, does this mean he's the guy? Like, and I saw things that were fantastic. Absolutely. And I'm in, like, I am fully in. Remember, you remember when they drafted him, Al? I was pretty down on it for a couple of days. It took a minute to talk me in. Oh, you were insufferable. I, I mean, you were an insufferable wow. prick about the whole thing. Yeah, I remember. Now, I remember vividly. Come up with an opinion different than yours, and it and, and I'm insufferable. It's always that way, so it's fine. Like, well, any, it was a really bad – it was any, a bad opinion. That you don't share with me. You feel like it's the worst – like, I'm just an asshole. That's it. Well, because like I, you don't just you don't just like you don't have good opinions. Like, hey, well, I, I don't. Well, then I, I don't, don't like, understand why you're hosting a show with me. Like, if I don't have good opinions, if I'm not good at like, then what the fuck? Like, you always just tear into them. Like, I, so I. That's why I don't have opinions because you just tear into them. I don't know what oh, the fuck to do. That's why you don't have opinions. Because like when you were talking about Justin Fields, it was like you weren't upset about his running matrix, his throwing matrix. You were upset of the college he came from. No, I it had nothing to do with Ohio State. I never said that. Yeah, it that, had that everything to do with it. the Bears trading up. It had everything to do with the Bears trading up to get a quarterback. The last time I'd seen that happen, it didn't fucking work. I didn't know much about Justin Fields other than what I saw him do in the in the title. Hey, well, no, no, you were upset. You were upset about the college. You definitely were. Like we could go back to the tape on that. And well, uh, well, of course I'm upset. Like, but that's not real. Like, right? But it's not, not really real play real heavy into it, huh? Yeah, when I'm being sarcastic, you, it annoys you. When I'm being sarcastic about things, it annoys you. So I play into things. I, I learn to commit to the part. Well, then you can't get mad at me for getting upset if you're playing into the part to upset me. Well, right? are you? I'm not playing into the part to upset you. I'm playing into the part to have just an opinion. You are. <sighs> I love when you have an opinion. I don't have opinions. My opinions aren't worthy. <sighs> okay. God damn it. This stuff is in bad shape here.
No, I I didn't like it that when they drafted him, and I was wrong, and I knew that pretty quickly that I was wrong. Um, I just didn't. I it was an ignorant upset. It was meatball bear fandom, Al. That's what it was, and I mean, I I can admit that. I know that. That's fine. What I do know is that what I've seen from him is that he's a great quarterback. A few weeks back, to, you know, I talked to my father-in-law and, you know, and all these people, oh, he, he can't throw, he can't throw. Well, bullshit. I saw a throw to Darnell Mooney for a touchdown that nobody makes. I saw a fourth down fucking pass that would have extended the game after the bullshit no call on the pass interference that was right to to uh, EQ, Equinamius. St. Brown that just went right through his fucking hands. He put it in about the only place he could. I saw Fields making some quick decisions. When he did that pump fake on that 61-yard run, he he looked real quick. He was going to throw it over to the guy. And then he thought, "Ah, hang on. And that pump fake was fucking brilliant. And it was all on the fly. So don't tell me he's not good at making decisions out there. It's good. He is I, he is a he is a good quarterback and uh it's it's time now time just to accept it and build around him. You know, and the, so the fans who couldn't get the fans who couldn't get on board with him, then they need to jump on the bandwagon fast and uh you know party on because now is the time. It's so hard to admit that the Bears might have a, a top ten quarterback, a top eight quarterback. Like it's fucking weird. Number, I mean, the number one quarterback of the last what four weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the last five weeks he's um, he's the best fantasy quarterback overall. He's QB one, and I mean a lot of that has to do with putting up you know fifty forty six fantasy points uh, this last week and uh, damn near winning me fifty thousand dollars in the process. Um, you know we couldn't quite get there. I mean, I was one of only – I was in a field of 6,000 people, and I was one of only a hand people, people who had uh, Mixon and Josh Allen and uh, Hill. Um, I, I just yeah. needed Cole Komet to kind of uh, seal the deal. Um, right. So I should have double stacked. I should have done what I always preach and double stacked, but instead I single stacked. And, um, you know, there was a difference between probably $20,000 at least. Cause I, only, I only walked away with $1,000 at the end of the day, but – um, although that's, that's not true because I, I put a lot of I put a, I, I started a lot of Justin Fields. I was like, uh, you know, 20 percent in on him, uh, you know, in 150 man and the 20 uh, team league. So, you know, I made profit everywhere I, I played him. I mean, it was just great. Unfortunately, this week in DraftKings, you know, he's a thousand dollars more uh, still worth it. I mean, his price yeah. hasn't reached the, the level uh, he needs to be at. You know, he should be in the $7,000 range at this point going up against Detroit. Um, What's he going to cost? He's 6500 which is very appropriate. You know, yeah. he's the same price of, say, a Dak Prescott or a, a Tua Tugavaloa. You know, he, he's right there in that price range. But, you know, got, you know Josh Allen's uh, 8600 We don't even know if he's playing. Right. Which 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 could really screw me because I have him in the Scott Fishbowl and I officially made the playoffs this week. I'm in I'm first place in the Scott Fishbowl uh, uh, league in, in my division. Um, although I'm not the, the leading point scorer and uh, I'm 250th overall, and I've qualified for the playoffs now with with 13 plus wins. I have 14 wins on the year. You need 13 to get in the playoffs. So I'm in the playoffs, but. I need Jim. I need my Josh Allen to get me there, and and now it looks like he could be out, possibly the year. So we're just kind of waiting on news. Vegas what is, is the not word reacted yet. No, 
No, I uh, I tried to make an offer. I tried to trade. You know, um, Vegas Vegas hasn't reacted. You said everything's staying. Vegas hasn't reacted. I mean, the Bills are still six and a half point favorites. Um, okay, and, and so the, they don't have any insight. The over under is still uh, is still high. So at forty six right. and a half, um, you know, which obviously is going to go down. Um, right. As soon as the, if he's ruled out, which seems. I don't know. Like, there's reports all over the place. Nobody, nobody has a firm answer right now. Okay. So. Um, I, you know, I, I knew that that was happening, and as, as you had mentioned, uh, or as I mentioned a few minutes ago myself, I, uh, I made some trade offers. I'm like, all right, I, I guess I'm all in on Fields. Fields is my backup to Jalen Hurts. Let's see if I can improve in some other areas of my game. Let's go. Let's just go. I'm, I'm so far down in that league that I need to make a, a, a shot for it. And if there's even a shot, I haven't done the math. There's probably not. But anyway, uh, so I offered it to this guy who uh, who has Jared Allen. And I made a sweet offer. And he came back to me with Josh absolutely Allen. dog shit. Yeah. What I say, Jared? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a difference? There's a difference. There's um, a difference. Yes. There is. All right. Good. Yeah. So Jared Allen. He, um, he's, he's somebody else, but Josh Allen, um, I went, I made, I made a, I made an offer with that, uh, with that Zach fella, um, when it comes to, when it comes to the trade and he declined and he made just a horseshit offer back at me. And I just, I, now what he wanted to give me was, so I, I made a pretty solid offer to start it all. Okay. And it would have been. Here, are you ready for this? Yeah. I was going to go with offer four people. He was going to give me three back. Okay. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Najoku. Oh, hang on. I'm sorry. Let me try this again. Uh, the trade was actually going to be uh, two for three. So he was going to give me Garoppolo and Aaron Jones. Whatever. I was going to give him uh, Hines and Tony and Hurts. I get it. Not such a great you know, thing. But he was still on a decent end of that. He came back at me with just like the most ridiculous. He wanted Aaron Jones straight up for fields. That wasn't working. And he wanted, he also wanted, um, oh, how about he wanted to go Evan Ingram. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Holy shit. He's making these right now. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to catch back up to this, but it. Yesterday, as it played out, it was much easier to explain than it is for me right now as a uh, host of this show. Um, anyway, Zach, he, he never makes good offers. So I make one offer to Joe Green. You know what happens there, Al? Joe Green comes Easy back trade. At, huh? Easy trade. Yeah, he comes back to me with a, uh, with a counter, and boom, it's there. That's it. Here's what the trade was. Here's what I offered him. I offered him uh Hines, Pittman, and Jalen Hurts to be returned with Foreman, Waddle, and Trevor Lawrence. He came back and said, hey, add the kicker in, and that's a deal. And I said, absolutely, that's a fucking deal. You got my Waddle? I got your Waddle. I just traded him. Oh, my God. Didn't you just trade him Foreman, too, or no? Yeah. Yeah. If he didn't want these fucking players, I would have been happy keeping them. Unbelievable. He just upgraded from Trevor Lawrence 
He just upgraded from Trevor Lawrence to Jalen Hurts and also got Pittman in the deal who, you know. Yeah, why did you come to me? I would have given you two uh, two of the lower. I almost came to you last week. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. But maybe. I've got fields. That's the deal there. But yeah, Green. Green's the guy there. You you traded with him last week. I traded well, I had with him a massive this week. trade. I had a massive trade with him. I I, I kind of regret making. Um, you know, basically, I mean, it comes down to I got I got Cooper Cup. He got uh, Devonte Adams, and I think Devonte Adams going forward might actually be the better play. Um, and then I I think I upgraded my running back a little bit. I mean, I got rid of uh, Devonte, which was probably a mistake because then I got I got Lenny I got Uncle Lenny I got Lenny Fournette who, you know, statistically is the better play, but he is losing snaps to uh, White over there in Tampa Bay. So, I mean, the, I, I could have been – I might have been fleeced. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I don't know if you – fleeced might not be the the right term there. And I mean, the, the biggest thing I was upset losing was Waddle. Like, uh, you know, that, I mean, that's the one I, I wanted to keep more than anything. I, I should have countered. Yeah. I mean – Seems like you're doing all right, no? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, that was my my go for it trade. We'll see what happens. Uh Al, I think that there's a couple of teams that will likely be shedding some salary cap. And just off the top of your head, uh, a team that's really, really uh in debt for next season. Uh, would be the New Orleans Saints uh, and them along with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now the Bears have a lot of uh, a lot of cap space. They've got quite a few assets yeah. uh, when it comes to draft picks. Off the top of your head right now, going into week 10 of the 2022 season, anything entice you from those two teams? Like right now, Here's where they are. This is why I think it could be. For cap space, they're at the bottom two, right, for next season. They're at a negative 62 million for the New Orleans and negative 48 for Tampa. And you know they're probably both going to be in this mode of uh, because they're both they're both spinning their tires right now. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, if we could get like a Mike Evans, I mean, my God, um, you know, all for that. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's happening. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's a little much money. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do after all is said and done. Uh, what are your thoughts on Ryan Poles right now? I mean, undecided. It's still. I like, you know, I think the coaching situation is becoming more and more clear that it was probably a good hire. So, yeah, you know, I, I think the coaching is disguising a lot of the flaws that Ryan Poles left it, it, by assembling this team or, or not assembling this team this year. And uh, but he did hire the coaching staff that is getting the job done. So, I mean, that's a positive. Um, I still think the offensive line that was was wheeled out this year is just like unacceptable. And I don't know that he had a lot of options um, to make it better. That wasn't an overreaction. So 
I'm willing to kind of like hold off a little bit of the judgment, but um, I'm I'm still not like sold on him by any means. I'm not sold on him whatsoever. I, you know, the the consensus is he pretty much overpaid for Chase Claypool, um, and we didn't get like you know getting rid of a stud defensive player. I mean, not getting a first round out of the deal um, is also a little questionable, but. But it wasn't like egregious. It wasn't like you know we gave we gave these players away, right. or we we you know gave the farm to get somebody. Um, you know we, we weren't Mike Dicka trying to get Ricky Williams. Uh, True. Or, or us getting uh, you know Jay Cutler, or uh, right. You know or, or Mac. You know the the Mac thing right. was it was a disaster. So um, yeah, I mean. It's still it's still an incomplete grade is is where we're at, and yeah. I think that's fair because you know you could start you could start judging the coaching staff because you know we're we're nine weeks into them doing their job, um, we haven't really seen a full off season uh, of polls yet to to give a fair judgment. So I mean the grade is is incomplete. It's hopeful though. I'm not like you know you see a student. I'd imagine if you're a teacher and you see a student, you go oh well this kid's gonna you know he's trending towards failing. And uh, I, I can't see him turning it around. I think this guy is trending towards, you know, a B, a B plus to a B grade. And, uh, you know, if he continues doing his homework and maybe does a little extra credit, he could get an A. There you go. All right. I I like that. I think, so as we know, it sounds pretty much like the Bears had to give up that Ravens, that pick that they, the second rounder that they got from the Ravens in order to get Claypool. Um, in, in order for the Packers to not have him. And it, it came out that that uh, the reason why the Bears went out was because Pittsburgh felt that they'd likely have a better pick for them, right? Like the Bears pick would be worth a little bit more. Than, well, it was – I I think it, the Bears were willing to take on more of the money, of the cap. Of sure, that more. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they yeah. have the money to do so. so right. Um, I, I think that was a big part of it. What I – want to happen though whether or not the the pick going to the bears because they thought that it'd be a better pick i want the packers to finish below the bears this season and i do think that that's a possibility i'm not here to to hold a funeral for aaron Rodgers. i'm not here to hold a funeral for that team up north and their dominance of the division because quite frankly we're just not there yet right now we're all chasing the vikings right right that like said, them. if there's any year for the Bears to finish ahead of them, it's right fucking now. <laughs> I think it's yeah. Right. I mean, they're, they're petty. It, the hell with it. It's a disaster. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is um, uh, he's upset. You know, he he his best receiver is Alan Lazard. You know, mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins is a dust ball. Uh, yep. Samori Tori is is a wide receiver who, who's going to probably see some playing time this week. You know, Christian Uh-oh. Watson hasn't been healthy. Amari Rogers. I mean, there's just like there's nothing going on in Green Bay for the guy, and you can't do everything yourself. You know, he does have Tanya, and I think Tanya's a pretty good tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Aaron Jones is, is legit. And you know, they're underdogs against Dallas. It's gonna be a tough week. You you can't really run on Dallas, so you're gonna have to pass the ball. And Aaron Rodgers has no one to pass to. And you know. 
He's definitely not as good as as he's been. He's not as sharp. He's not making wide receivers. He used to kind of have a uh, reputation being able to make anybody into a stud wide receiver, and uh, that's not the case. This Packer organization has done him wrong. You know, he is a victim. A lot of people don't like Aaron Rodgers, and then they want to shit on him. But in this case, in this sense, you know, don't he's a victim. He's a victim to, to the crime that the, the Green Bay organization has committed against him, um, you know, which is just absolutely derelict in their duties as, as an organization. And quite frankly, you know, everybody who has those pieces of paper that say they're owners should be ashamed of themselves. They should be down there at Lambeau Field protesting how uh, egregious this this organization has been over the last you know, four or five years. The the organization's been bad for a while now, but now it's starting to really reflect on the field. And uh, I, I think they are going to start entering a dark period. I think I think we're nearing the end of uh, the Green Bay dominance, and they're going to be moving towards a, a Browns-like football team. And, Gosh, you know, I good for so. them. Please, please, can we have that? Please, Al. That's all that I want. It's just that. What... What's so hard for that to happen? I hardly remember a time. I do remember a little bit of Bears football before Brett Favre, of course. Yeah. Mikowski, Magic, Magic or some shit like that. I remember that guy. And then Favre. That's it. And then, you know, you know the rest. Yeah. But, and the rest is the rest is certainly ugly and uh, yeah. not favorable towards the Chicago Bears. Uh, no. But if, if, if we have the quarterback, if we have a top – six quarterback then i mean our our future is very bright and we're gonna find that out next season um where we're at you know i mean i'm not i i, I don't think we're going to a super bowl next year i'm not unrealistic but i think we could be a playoff team next year with the right moves in the off season if the quarterback is the guy and, uh, you know, I said, I don't know when, when you were fiddling around with wires or whatnot. I don't know if you heard me mention this, but statistically speaking, uh, Justin Fields is playing better than uh, Josh Allen did over his first nine games uh, or, okay. or over a nine game step stretch in the same period of their careers. So they're very comparable. I mean, it's, it's, it's like Justin Fields has more touchdowns uh, or, 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 or a little less interceptions or something, or, or they're, they're equal in all categories, but Josh Allen has like a hundred yards more rushing than Josh Allen did. And, you know, you can't, you cannot just look at numbers and go, this is an indication of um, that he's going to be the next Josh Allen. Right. You, know, you can't do that because I mean, they're different no. players, but different scenarios, of different course. teams. But it, do, it does kind of paint a picture that this may be a good sign. It's a factor in the right direction. So, What I've been wanting to ask you for a couple of weeks here is about, like, fields. It looks – is effortless the right word? It looks effort – like, he could just blow by people. And then when they tell you – you know, they got the chip in the ball to tell you how fast yeah. they're going. And then, you know, they always say that, you know, this week he had three of the – Top, he hit the top speed uh, as far as running with the ball this week. Yeah, it's effortless out there. Like, it, and I know that's the appearance, but it, I mean, it's hard to catch. And I get why you know you would think, how's he getting away from these people? But he just blows by them. He's a bit out of bounds. He's getting out of bounds now too. He did take yeah. a hit or two this game, but he did a great, great job of getting out. He did a great job of going down when he needed to. But he knows he can get by people too. Right. It, it's going fantastic so far. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. Right now, Pro Football Focus has him ranked as the 17th best uh, uh, quarterback. Um, and, you know, I mean, obviously that's trending upward. His yeah. passing matrix is very low. Um, that's the issue. His rushing matrix is, you know, I, he's – it's Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Justin Fields as far as rating goes when it comes to, to running the ball, being a, a quarterback, you know, who, who can pull the ball down and run. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the guy's—he's good. He's 23 years old, and uh, there's there's so much to look forward to with Justin Fields, and it's exciting right now to be a Bears fan and be in this situation. I wish we were a couple years in the future and we were closer to the dome. Now you've had some hot takes on domes, the, the Chicago Bears domes in the past, but now you've experienced the the dome living. You went you went to Dallas. We haven't talked about your trip to Dallas. Well, they had it open. Uh, no one kicked your ass in Dallas. I'm surprised. They had it open when I was there. It was open. But it's but it's still the dome. feels very domey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. It's gorgeous. And uh, if I'd have hit that Powerball, which was this morning, I don't know if you heard, but the drawing got pushed back to this morning because of technical difficulties. I don't know. I'm going to call bullshit. I'm, I'm calling bullshit on that. Yep. I, you, the integrity of it is out the window. Now, uh, if I'd have won that, I was going to do ev- what I was going to do with that money. There's tons of good that you can do, but I was going to yeah. do everything that I could to get a campaign going. I was going to start with billboards. I was going to go for it. And I was going to get them to sell that team some land down along the lakefront, down here, just on the other side of Lakeshore Drive, out there, just, just out on museum campus and build that effing dome out there. But yeah, alas, it didn't happen. Yeah, the, and now, thank God. And now they're going to put it out in Arlington. That'll be great. We'll we'll drive all the way out there, just like we did, just like I had to do in Dallas. You know, you leave the city, you no longer get that city feel, and you go out to a parking lot, and then you walk into a big old building and you watch a good football game, and you oh, yeah. you enjoy you enjoy the space. Man, it was massive. It was excellent. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. And let me tell you something: ticket prices, Al. <laughs> They jumped on us a little bit when we weren't quite ready on the apps. So then we had to, as they came back down, we had to pull the trigger. And at that point, Al, the upstairs seats, the 400 level, they were starting to meet the, the, the hundred level. And we just said, fuck it. And we, we jumped up and we took it. And we went. Right. Yeah. Looks like he had some fun seats. Yeah, we did. uh, Right there near the end zone. Um, Uh, Fields had a great game there too. Like uh, the team, you know, they did fine. They, they got a little bit close to Dallas, but I mean, Dallas with that fucking defense, you know, and obviously uh, their the offense scored 49, but man, when I was, uh, up, you know, you put up, you put up 30 points. I didn't you even buy a lot points of on Dallas, you know? Yeah. I mean, that, that's a good deal because they, no? they are a legit defense. I mean, they could stifle a run Absolutely. like no other. Um, Absolutely. Yep. You know, most of the day in, in DraftKings, I was sitting at $20,000 at second place. I wasn't going to – I don't think there was a chance I was going to hit the first place at the 50000 but I'm sitting at second place, and I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to – I'm probably going to fall. But, you know, I have been in this position before, and I've held it. So, I, I, you know, you start going like, okay, twenty grand. what can I do? And I tell you what, WrestleMania. I started booking WrestleMania. You're, going to, you're going to L.A.? I was going to L.A. I was starting to look, you know, like uh, – Hey, let's do this. Let's do this right. Let's go. There but, you go. But that didn't happen. The thousand dollars is basically going to cover my losses on the air. So Cena's you know. supposed to be there, Al. I saw that today. Cena's going to be there, huh? Oh, really? That's I a, didn't. I that's didn't hear the that. word. Oh. The word is, yeah. People expect Cena to be there. Um, 
No, that's great. I, I was going to ask you, were you, uh, I know your Sunday sleep is just fucked during the NFL season, yeah. of course, pardon the language, but uh, were you, were you on the DraftKings in the red zone a lot right then with the end of that Bears game? How long well, after that Bears game ended, which they show on the red zone too, so, but how long after that Bears game ended? That's a two-part question for you. First of all, mm-hmm. rewatching that. But after that, did it take you to go, eh, all right, we're good? Or is it always there? Like, yeah, this is the best case scenario. There was a bad call by the refs. Then this happened. We had a shot at it. It felt like the rug got cut out from under us because with a bad call. And they lost the game. They don't lose any sp- spots in, in draft order. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts? Moral victory? That's That's the talk. Yeah, moral victories where I was at. I was fine. I was fine with the loss. Like I said, I mean, I don't. I didn't project the Bears to win more than four games this year. I think four games is my over and under on the Bears. And they're going to uh, get it. Yeah, maybe. I think, I think they're going to get it now. Maybe. I know that's crazy. There's no defense, so you got to be careful. But do the Packers have an offense? Like I, I think. They're- I think the here's the thing, Packers. Clark. I think people are getting a little too overexcited about Justin Fields and the Bears. Absolutely, you know, I know I, attacked, I am. I know. I attacked. I attacked the game. I attacked the game from a fantasy aspect because the Miami Dolphins were that bad against the pass. Like they are a team you you attack. You know, like this week the Miami Dolphins are playing Cleveland. I'm absolutely going to look at playing some uh, Jacoby Brissett. I'm not going to do it with the same excitement. Uh, as I did with Justin Fields, who I felt had a legitimate ceiling, but I'm still going to look at maybe playing that game. It's the same situation. They, it, they're playing Miami. It's a 48-and-a-half over and under, same as it was this week versus the Bears. So I'm going to be looking at quarterbacks against the Miami Dolphins. Um, Justin Fields is definitely on a different level, and I knew he was trending upward, and I knew we could take advantage of it. Now, that said, he's in a very similar situation again this week with the Detroit Lions. You know, they're, they're the same situation as the Miami Dolphins. They're a team you attack with the quarterback, and good things happen. So they could absolutely win this game for sure. Um, and then uh, I, I just want to pull up the bear schedule here. Let's see. Let's do see where you, they're at. Do but, you know the most rushing yards per game this season? The Chicago Bears. 195, 195.4. And most of those are from the quarterback. Yeah. You know, you know who's that, second? Um, it, what you just said probably could give you an inkling to that. Yeah, no, I can't. I, most I can't of those that. yards are from the quarterback. Yeah, so, so it is the Baltimore Ravens? The Baltimore Ravens with 168.1. They're, they're almost 30 yards behind. And then Browns, Falcons, Giants. Oh, the hell I'm at. Man, the Falcons only run the ball, don't they? They they don't pass either. Yeah, they're the same situation. And Falcons, you know, that's yeah. who we have. We have Detroit, without, without the and Browns then we have Atlanta, Detroit. and then we have Atlanta, and then we have the Jets, the Packers. Um, so I mean, you could get you could get three games, you could get three wins out of the, those three games, these four games, these next four games. You could absolutely win every one of those games, but you could absolutely get your ass kicked in all those games too. I mean, that's where the Bears are right now. The Detroit Lions offense could definitely beat the Chicago Bears, you know, defense. And the the defense of the uh, Lions could get lucky and stop the Bears offense. I mean, it's a home game. I got I to figure the Bears are going to win this game. But 
it's not a given. It's not a given against the two and six Lions. Um, and then the Falcons, I mean, the Falcons, you never know. Like, some weeks they play really well. Mariota gets the job done. Very similar to the Bears, you know, only throwing the ball 19, 20 times a game, but rushing. Um, and then the Jets are like, you just, another one, a team you just don't know what the hell's going on there. Right. And then Green Bay, I mean, look, could we beat the Packers? Probably. You know, we couldn't get it done earlier this season, but, you know, we're trending upward now. I could see that going our way. But then you get into the, you know, you get Philadelphia, you get Buffalo, you get Minnesota. I don't think we're winning any of those games. And then uh, Detroit's also in, in those final four, um, which could be another win. So, yeah, I mean, look, they could definitely go over. You know, you're probably safer betting the over on my four games right now. But I'm, I'm still sticking because that's where I set it at. So, I mean, I'm not saying, but perhaps those three games in a row with those uh... – with those big teams out east in Buffalo and Philadelphia and then Minnesota. Maybe, maybe just maybe our quarterback has COVID, which lasts seven days, so he misses two of those, right? Yeah. Like maybe, maybe just maybe, just a thought. I don't know. Not that, I mean, I do want him to keep developing, and I he's blo- he's doing fine against okay de- or good defenses already, so who knows? I I'm excited for that young man. He's a, a hell of an athlete. He is. I can't say enough of it. I cannot say enough of it. Um, Al, in all honesty, uh, that trip to Dallas, that um, that that stadium was fantastic. The people were very kind. I do think that if the Bears had found a way to win, there might have been more uh, – things might have been more testy between fans in the crowd. I see. Uh, they were not, which, you know, I was good with. Um, but, yeah, I can't do a trip like that often. Um, I uh, they, We had beverages. It took me until Friday to start to feel good after that weekend. It took me until Friday. I got back on Monday. It took me until Friday to feel good. I ate so much brisket. I drank so many beers that it took me until Friday. That being said, my buddy who lives in Southern Illinois, who missed out on the trip from home, my buddy Jeff lives down by Quincy brought up next season now. And maybe you'd be interested in this. I'd love it. If you could be uh, over in Kansas city where they have great barbecue, the Chicago bears and Justin Fields will be playing in Kansas city next season. Ooh. And if possible, somehow my buddy's uh, it, down by Quincy, he said he's three hours or so. From Kansas City, I had no idea. That's amazing. Yeah, Qu- I mean Quincy's right next to what St. Louis. St. Louis, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's basically a suburb of St. Louis. Yeah. Um, I I know I only know this because I looked at, uh, at doing some radio work down there once. And, really? Uh, yeah. Just was my guy. Great. My guy Jimmy's out there, and uh, Ross gets down there for some games at that stadium with him. Like, I don't know. It'd be interesting. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely interested. I mean, if you plan something, let me know. Um, yeah. I can't say that Kansas City is definitely like a uh, destination. That the I was destination, at. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm excited for. But at the same time, it, it can be. I mean, I can see myself talking myself into there. There is a lot of history in Kansas City for sure. Sure, Los Angeles. Peoria. Yeah, I've, I've done LA. I've done LA, and I'm just not a fan. 
And the fact that L.A. is so expensive. Have you done L.A. for like a game? No, no, no. I, I've, okay. I've never done a, a football game outside of Chicago. Oh, Detroit. I've been to, I've been to a Lions game. Oh, yeah. Those, uh, those I don't think I've ever watched a football game in a true dome. There you go. Yeah, well, there you go. It's nice. I've seen I've seen, I saw WrestleMania in the Hoosier Dome and uh, I saw WrestleMania in the, the same dome you were just at. Right. And I think uh, the, the been, roof was probably closed for that one. The roof was closed, yeah. Yeah. Did you see the sun? Was the sun coming in through the side of the uh Yeah like beams? Like you saw, yeah, like, the uh, sun was beams. all shining just on the one side there. I didn't really get a chance to walk around the entire arena or anything. Like we walked in pretty close to where our seats were. We just uh, we got there just in time for the national anthem. Like it was it was cutting it close. Made it happen. You know, WrestleMania is like we, nine hours. We jotted the lift. Oh my yeah. gosh! WrestleMania is like nine hours. So you so had time to like eight nine hours to check that place out. And I don't remember walking around it whatsoever. I have like no. All I remember is being inside of it and walking to my seat. I don't even remember using the bathroom, which I mean I must have. So. I would gather. Hmm. Now, now the Rosemont Horizon. I know every back alley, every corner, every crack in that of place. Course. Of course, I uh, I was able to let's see here catch some of Dallas because you know I got there Friday, so we went out in Dallas Friday, Saturday. We went to East Elam to the neighborhood of East Elam, which is like seems like a lot of old factories with a lot of bars and restaurants there. Kind of, uh, yeah. I don't know. Bucktown or something ish. Uh, Jack White is co-owners uh, with Ian Kissler, a baseball player of a baseball bat making store. You probably wouldn't have been no. too big on no. being there, but it was cool. Bro, Got to watch uh, a guy making a bat in the you know oh, through the glass okay. in the factory part. Bought some stickers that I lost later that day, um, and then uh, what I noticed was at quite a few of the bars around there are like murals. They're very big on a big event uh, for Chicago folks, a big rest or a big uh, sporting thing that happened uh, when Ro- when Robin Ventura charged the mound on Nolan Ryan, when he played for the Texas Rangers and Nolan Ryan punched the shit out of him, beat the hell out of him. And Nolan Ryan was like 20 years older. And uh, that is immoralized all over that town. I didn't realize how proud of that the city would be. And I don't know if the whole city is, of course, but it's a moment that's known. It was pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, did you get, did you have a chance to watch any of the world series? I mean, that, uh, that just wrapped up. Yeah. You know, I didn't really watch any of it. None of it. Zero. I was in Dallas for some of it, and then uh, when I got home, I was unable to. I I possibly watched a, an at bat. That's it. I well, tried to watch more. Did you? Probably, probably not actually, because like anytime it was on, I would make sure like I the, the TVs closest to me were on something else: yeah. basketball, nice. badminton, yep. golf, mm-hmm. uh, yep. competitive curling. Uh, bowling. I mean, whatever it took to get away from the World Series. I'm basically, when it comes to the World Series, I'm Nurse Ratchet. Who's Nurse Ratchet? She, she, she was a nurse who hated the World Series. Okay. All right. From where? 
uh, from the uh, crazy house. Uh, one, one who flew over the cuckoo's nest. Jack Nicholson. Right. You've seen this movie, I'm sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. I, I don't. Oh, all right, maybe I need to watch it again. I think, I think I probably do. You need to give it a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Nicholson wants to watch the World Series, but Nurse Ratchet says it's, well, it's during the time when we listen to classical music. And uh, you know what? She was right. These crazy people that need to watch the World Series. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of things that are on television, uh, the the, uh, the the Bulls last night, they they beat the Toronto Raptors. They Upshot. were able to. Yeah, they they lost a couple days earlier. They couldn't figure it out, but uh, last night they were able to get the victory done. And then also last night on television was uh, the mid-season finale of Quantum Leap. Oh, enough with this Quantum Leap. Where did he leap this time? Um, he... <laughs> oh, uh, leap back to 1996 and... He was a kid. He and three others were escaping from a high school, like a thing, like a you know, kids send the, their bad kids, parents send their bad kids to these high schools. Well, they'd been getting abused. Well, in the original timeline, these four kids were lost in the woods and died out in the woods. And he had to go out there and try to keep them alive. He and his Al, who is Addison, she, they were able to, you know, they were working on keeping it going. However, there's still oh some intertwining of the original story, which I'm sure your MacGyver never really did. I'm sure it never yeah, really talked about did. the old MacGyver. Yeah, no, it did. Not really. Well, it did because the time, every, every episode, was it always progressing? Every episode, was it always? Well, old MacGyver was new MacGyver. They were the same. It was a reboot, not a uh, continuation. Oh. oh, well, then that's different. That is completely different. Of course, yeah, why different. would why would why would what are, what are they going to do? Is MacGyver going to go into an alternate universe? He's not Quantum Leap. They're not doing sci-fi stuff. They're doing you know. Gadget could have been MacGyver's dad. Different. Although although Ben, who is you know he, he's the new Leaper, Ben. Yeah, no, he couldn't. Have, he's sure is dead. What a dumb name. He's dead. No Sam. Ben. Oh ben. come. On. <laughs> I even hate the name of the guy leaping. It's no Sam. You're right. Ben. It's no Sam. You got it. That's amazing. well. Names are kid Ben. Oh, that's Benjamin. Fantastic. But he, but Ben, he um, uh, he actually did some MacGyver stuff. He had to put a splint on the kid's ankle in order for them to be able to keep walking to go find yeah. water. They had to find water to survive. Al, they Al. You know what? Al, can you, you start know what'd be awesome? Sam? You know what'd be awesome if. Oh, uh, if Richard Dean Anderson did a cameo on Quantum Leap, there you go. That's it. You know, That's if, it. if he was the Boy Scout leader who had to fix the uh, the kids' legs in the woods and build something, some contraption, and then on Quantum Leap, if if uh, Scott Bakula would, no, would leap MacGyver, into... I, all of a sudden on MacGyver, they they I know it's over, but they do like a special movie, and guess who's playing MacGyver's dad? Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula. Boom. There you go. I love it. Boom. There it is. Then I would watch. I would watch both shows. Both shows <laughs> are, were terrible. I well, mean, they both really are bad. the same. Like they both have the. That's the thing with these shows now. It's all the. What do you call it? They collaborative. They. Yeah, they're cast. They're cast as too many people. It. Yeah, yeah. You got to appeal to to more. Right. <laughs> TV execs get in it. It. it I did get to see the original like pilot with a possible alternate ending for it and stuff. And before 
uh, the execs got into it and stuff, it it did look better than what it ended up being. But uh, that's the midseason finale, so it's not on again until January second. So you don't have to hear oh, me no. talk about it until then. Well, maybe I'll get maybe I'll get caught up uh, during during this uh, you know this off season of the quantum leap. Have you watched this uh, this bodybuilding uh, murderers? This uh, Sally Sally Nice or whatever. Not the lady who like uh, you know uh, traps guys between her legs with with, with holds. Um, I've been curious. I've watched the I've watched the trailer on Netflix like three times on it, and I've yet to pull the trigger. I mean, I think I know the story. Yeah. Um, for the most part, and the Dahmer so, thing seemed a little more interesting, but the the muscle Dahmer's is a story, movie. It's no, it's a nine part. It's like a ten part miniseries. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, though. But it's acted, right? Correct. Like that's yes. actors doing. It's like story. Ray. Correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now We're, this was a documentary. It's documentary, and it's yeah, it's, it's, it's Dateline. It's three parts. It's like three hours, so it's a little easier to consume. Sure. So I almost pulled the trigger on that over Dahmer. But, oh. uh, and, I mean, that could be out. like you're, you just finished El Rey, so you need something short and quick. Yeah. Three episodes. Snack on. Like, that's like after driving home from Florida, the next time I drove to Michigan, it's like, what the fuck is this? Nothing. No. Um, this uh, El Rey ended beautifully. I think I still awesome. – here's the frustrating thing with El Rey. <clears throat> Being an American and not understanding or speaking Spanish or reading yep. Spanish – I can't research if things are true. Like, for example, oh, at the end of the series, Spanish. it builds up to he's gonna he's gonna have his retirement concert in uh, Arena Mexico in this bullfighting arena in Mexico where no musical artist has ever sold out. So, the guy who owns the or runs the booking for the arena hates him. He fired he fired Vicente already in a different job and just wants to do everything he can to stop him. So he files a lawsuit and basically stops the concert from happening the day of the show. But Vicente's like, screw this. I'm going to go out there and perform. The people are already there. So he starts heading towards the uh, the uh, the arena. But he's been in this conflict with the devil the whole series. And, you know, the devil looks at him and he's like, ah, I got you now. You wouldn't stop singing. And all of a sudden, a dump truck hits Vicente's vehicle as he's driving to the show and flips him three times. Vicente gets out. He's all bloody. He's got blood on his cheeks. He can barely walk. He gets into a cab and he makes his way to the arena and by God, the show must go on and it does. So like, this is something you should be, I should be able to Google and go, did Vicente Fernandez really get into a car accident the day of his retirement show at, at this concert? And, you know, I can't find the information. I just don't know. It's very plausible it's true. Uh, but it seems like it's just added drama, which a lot of the series seem made up. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a okay. You always look it up. That must be frustrating because yes. you always yes. look it up. It's like watching oh, a show in the 80s. I have, no, I, I have no idea what to do. It's I'm not going to the library. So when I started the, uh, the, the Sally, the bodybuilder one, I don't remember the story necessarily. I mean, they kind of tell you in the, you know, what goes on in the trailer and whatnot, but I really, I don't know. I, I watched that trailer and then I watched the trailer for, um, for uh, the mom with, with the two kids. Uh, that story happened like two years ago. She took off with another guy and the, the kids, they had, 
they'd killed oh, her, she kid, murdered her kids. kids. Yeah. yeah, they murdered her kids. Yeah. And I saw that, and I'm like, I, I wasn't sure yet which one to watch. But I figured that the bodybuilder one, Lauren, was coming back into the room. And I was like, well, let's try this. I figured the bodybuilder one would be more lighthearted, like to watch with her, yeah. rather than somebody killing their fucking children. You don't want to. I don't think any... I want to watch that anyway. But... No, I found I don't have any children. I found that children murdering documentaries are the toughest, and they're not that entertaining. The significant um, other ones work. Go ahead. I'm and, sorry. And something just happened. You know, I always talk about this game RimWorld, mm-hmm. and. In RimWorld, they just added children, and now people are all You've upset on the Reddit about you know murdering babies and babies getting murdered, and uh, you know build you know taking kids and making them into like sex slaves and all that kind of stuff. Like, which I, I wouldn't even know how to do in that game, but people have figured that out. So, like, people are all up in arms about these these kids. I mean, being I'm up in arms if somebody was doing that. That's what I'm really up in arms. Yeah, yeah, it's creepy. You did that in the fucking game. Like, you're a fucking creep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why? Like, I don't even have slaves in my game. Like, I'm, uh, I'm old school. You know, you if you work, you get a you get a room and board. You know, there's no none of that happening. So, um, yeah. So people are really upset about 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 children in games. Um, You know, sometimes like you know, kid the the kids with the kids could try to murder you, and you you got to fight back. So. Sure. In the game? That's why. In the game, yeah. That's funny. So, no, so I picked the other one, and that one didn't work either. Uh, the, the bodybuilder one didn't work either. No. I, they were I'm into intrigued. some weird sex stuff, too, right? Like, that's uh, yeah, it's getting there. Well, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she, yeah, she did some things. Yeah. She, like, After, she well, gets they, paid to, yeah, like, beat up dudes yeah. and, you know. It, I don't think it was, uh, if I recall, it was more like Andy, like, wrestling. But yeah, but there's an erotic element. They're both jacked. They're both absolutely jacked. Yeah. Um, And it's just like so far, it you know, and you watch the trailer, but that's what the trailer is about. It's like, well, where are we at here? Is it is it self defense or not? Now you know the Dateline thing. When she's getting interviewed, it definitely looks like she's probably in a jail. It's ambiguous. Like it's very not very. Like she's in a fucking jail. Like because in the olden days. Like ten years ago, they would have the scrubs on, and you would know immediately. Right. And somehow they've got the prisons up. to play along now, where they let to, they let them put on civilian clothes, so you're not sure, you know, quite right. if. However, did they get the prisons to do that? Yeah, they, they talked to them. You know, okay, some Hollywood so. guy came, and he's like, "Hey, yeah." Uh, right. So you know, I've got the, the answer. Story. I've got the answer on Vincente Fernandez. I found. Okay. Right Thank you. No, I'm kidding. I did not. I, I just thought that'd get you. Um, I, I I don't have the answer. I, I think I what I did was I Googled it, Al. Yeah. And I think I probably found the same thing you did. Vincente Fernandez has an accident on his Los Tres Potrilos, Potrilos yes. farm, on his farm. Right. Um, he was hospitalized during the week of the emergency surgery after the fall that he suffered at his farm. This, you and probably that much, found that, right? Yeah, I did. That was a much older Vicente than the one portrayed at the retirement concert. So... Yeah. So he, like, I don't. So you're saying this accident happened years later? The accident you're reading about would have happened years after. Yes. I think that was an older Vicente in that accident. I think you're probably right. On the family farm. Yeah. Dude, and then, like, I'm reading the Wikipedia, and they didn't even get into this on this show. One of his kids were kidnapped 
And the kids are all part of the, the series. One the of the 36 episode that. show. It's a 36 yeah, episode this, show. And you this is the most out? One of his kids was kidnapped for like three months and sent Vicente one of his fingers. And Vicente had to drop money from a from a helicopter, uh, like a million dollars from a helicopter to get his kid back. Hey, that's it. See, that wouldn't be believable in the show. No, no, no. I would, I would think that was in it. That, I think that was bullshit. But that was, from what I understand, that was real. Unless this guy's whole life is bullshit. Like Andre the Giant. I think Andre the Giant's more myth than reality. He He's was alive. there was a real tall guy wrestler, but I don't think he like drank, you know, barrels of alcohol. This know. accident uh, just happened on October twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. Yeah. So, it would see Vincente got this old, when he was older. This one that I found, right? Yeah, where he's old. So he's still with us. No, he died last year. He oh, just died. Okay. All right. Yeah, like he died. He died within within the year. So he performed yeah, so uh, at the twentieth Latin Grammys on uh, December eleventh. Yeah, he's he won multiple Grammys, dude. I listen to his music. Like I, I've I've listened to a couple albums now. And I mean, I bet he's, he's a solid. Of a musician. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand it, but then I'll look up the lyrics. If a song really catches me, I'll yeah. Google the lyrics in the English translation, and they're pretty. It's pretty heavy stuff. Okay, you know? okay. Six a lot about a lot about death. I thought you were going somewhere else with that, where you're like, man, it really felt like he was really <laughs> telling me something. He was speaking from his soul, and then he was singing about chickens dancing or something. Like, I don't yeah, know. no, no, no. If, oh, that was funny on Raw this week. The two Japanese girls oh, got into gosh. it. And, uh, you know, they, there's always this thing, like, they always talk about how Asuka sounds like, you know, she's doing this, like, character, and, like, it's right. it's bad. But then they actually translated, I saw on Twitter, somebody translated awesome. the Japanese, and it was pretty good. It was, like, a I, good promo. I was going to tell you, I was watching last night, and I saw it, I'm like, oh, it's a, I thought it was fine. Like, I, I thought it worked, yeah. you know? And then you watch it, and the things they're saying to each other was pretty fun, like, Right, because it sounded like she was making chicken noises, but right. in reality, it was just translating to stupid, 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 stupid. Right, but it's, right. But right. in English, it sounded like, bark, 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 right. bark. And Corey Graves was like, I know what that means if you, if, when you watch yeah. it. I'm like, shit, I missed him saying that. Like, I did yeah, too. You, you, like, if I heard him say that, then I would have known she was saying something like, you're stupid. Uh, I like that it was like, oh, you speak Japanese? Yeah, I speak Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I'm stupid? Yeah, you are stupid. It was really fucking fun. That's yeah, what, it, was, yeah. it was good. I had a blast. I had a blast. They should put they I mean they should do captioning. I don't understand why they don't support captioning. But. I um I was ahead of schedule, Al. Uh I was home uh, with the girls who were both sick today. Uh, Hazel didn't have school. Um, we were supposed to go to my mom's to do her leaves. Anyway, long story. Uh, I was, we ended up staying at home because uh, hey, Vera's rocking a fever. Hazel had a cough last night. Yeah. So Lauren came home early and I, I got down here and I was able to get things set up, a lot of things set up. And then I was like, let's go watch some of Crown Jewel. Let's go watch some more of it. And I enjoyed everything that I had time to watch. I really Good. did. It was a it was a lot of fun. Um, I think that that it, Logan Paul. I know sure. nothing right. about him. I want to be annoyed by him. I am annoyed by him. I should be. Everything that I've heard of him, like whatever. Great, great job. 
like just a great job. And that, you know, the first thing I saw from it the other day on Twitter on Saturday was, you know, him doing the, uh, the thing it, hell it's on our, um, it's actually, I made it the, uh, the, the, the thumbnail. I, I added him to the thumbnail right there. If you see, can you see our screen? I do. I did. I, yeah, I noticed yeah, yeah. that when we started. Yeah. 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 I put him there. Cause I just thought, yeah, of course that's what you would do. YouTube influencer. You would fucking record this to put out there. It's yeah. brilliant. I saw, I saw some criticism of, uh, you know, it, it was the torch. The torch were criticizing him right after the show. Like, why would somebody pull out a camera in the middle of a, a match? It took me out of the moment. But well, it's who he is. Why would he not? Why yeah. would he not? That is, yeah, that's the thing. And I think that that might be the disconnect that I should have because I am older. And that's probably why the torch... It, yeah. There's a disconnect there from us to them, so I get that from us to the young guys there. He, but, uh, he's oh. the kid earned my respect. That's for sure. Did you see what's in uh, what's in his right hand there? Is that the quantum leap? Uh, yeah, it is. It's, yeah, it is. Ziggy. Is that the new Ziggy? That doesn't look like old Ziggy. No, no, no. That's Al's. That's the original. That's oh, the original really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> but yeah, um, I. I enjoyed that match and, uh, you know, pretty, um, Oh, what was that that I, Oh, did you see that tweet though? You must have later. Uh, Oh yeah. I'm all for Twitter now. I'm finally a fan of Twitter. And I read it first. People are leaving. And I read it. I read it first to where like it said, Oh yeah. Logan Paul learned that move from hangman from, from the hangman himself in Japan. Yeah. And so if you go Google that, do you know what comes up? Like What's a few that? people, it took me reading a couple of the comments afterwards. If you look up Logan Paul hangman, do you know what comes up? <clears throat> you know what he did? Logan Paul. Oh, oh the Japanese yeah. chorus. The yeah. tweet got me and I didn't go Google it, but I looked at a couple of the comments. Somebody's like, you said, and it took me a minute to think about it. Like, oh, you yeah. son of a bitch. Because yeah, that was, the, was that's the big knock against him. He went into the Japanese suicide forest. And like, uh, uh, yeah, you know, which would, I mean, it's in bad taste, but he was a kid, and you know, he's. I'm gonna guess he's either close to, or he's like realizing, like, what a fucking dumbass. Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, that was great. I liked uh, the Bray stuff. I'm interested in the the uncle. Yeah, uh, Uncle Fuzzy, whatever his name is. I want to know who it is. Um, I, the internet. I, I was like, I. I should have thought of who one guy. Yeah, I mean, one thought could be Bo Dallas, right? That's most likely. That'd be my guess. That'd be likely. We'll see. That'd be. I mean, we. I've been thinking the whole time. Why doesn't Bo Dallas is their their brothers? Yeah. Why doesn't he join? And then his family. Bo Dallas is is uh, married to or or engaged to Liv Morgan. So oh. there's some talk that she might be involved. And then Alexa cool. Bliss had that moment at Crown Jewel where the screen flashed with the, uh, with the. He, she was backstage with Oscar giving an interview, and the yeah. screen in the background flashed with the, uh, the uh, Uncle Fuzzy or whatever, and yeah. she she was like, oh, uh, okay, whatever. So I mean, there's still rumors she might be involved. This I mean, this thing could be a disaster. This whole thing could end terribly. This could be this could be the Shockmaster Part Two. Like we've seen Bray, we've seen Bray Wyatt stuff fail in the past, but right now I'm on board. I, I'm Triple H is giving him another shot, and that's yeah. yeah let's see, because it, it does seem so damn creative. It always has. 
I don't know. Um, the uh, the Giants going against each other. That was fun. Had a little fun with that. Yeah. They delivered too. Like everyone thought yeah, those did. guys would just stink up the yep. show. And um, I don't think that was the case. <laughs> I like, and I do like what they did with Brock and Lashley. Like there's no way that match is going long, no matter what. Yeah. So the way that they did it where, you know, Brock got lucky after getting his ass kind of kicked and then Lashley kicked his ass again, but Brock still wins the match. And then I saw last night. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. And I'm a fan of Mustafa Ali. I really am. But at the end of the night, when Seth Rollins, you know, issues the open challenge, Mustafa Ali gets on the big screen and answers it. And fucking Lashley comes in and just tosses him out. But what got me was when Mustafa Ali came back at him and you're like, oh, he's going to come back and get him. Nope. Just one more time. My favorite thing is like, so he throws Bobby Lashley, he throws Mustafa Ali off the screen, and all of a sudden you just hear a pipe falling, which is like, in my mind, I'm just picturing the guy on the camera like, okay, now cue him, and then someone drops a pipe. You know, like, (laughs) but that's, I mean, that's the fun stuff. The detail that kind of goes into the Triple H stuff is, is, uh, it's entertaining. And the Bobby Lashley is a monster. Thing. You know, he goes out, he beats the hell out of Seth Rollins. I mean, that's fun. Like, I want to know what happened. That guy's 46 years old. Wow. And he's wow. the man that is ripped, like insane, insane. size. He's that's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed wild. it. The crowd last night on Raw was so horrible. It was the worst crowd I've ever seen in wrestling. It it's funny. I had seen that. I saw somebody tweet. They should never go back to Wilkes Bear ever. Yeah, no, ban it. I would put it on the ban list. Um, live shows only. Yeah. Um, and then you know, it's like, well, they need to put on a show. And I, you know, I saw quite a bit of it. I'm like, then normal crowds are all about this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were like just sitting on there. I guess they just lost the World Series. So. Saudi Saudi was oh yeah Saudi was going nuts. Yeah, it's gotten – when they first started doing those shows, the entire crowd was like the the King's family, and they had no idea what was going they on. They didn't know if they but could the, react. But the oh. fans now are getting into it, and it's fun to watch. I mean, it's a, yes, it's a terrible yeah. situation and all that shit, but um, – You see less of the dignitaries there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'd rather they weren't, but whatever. Right. Um, yeah. They can't, they're not getting out of that contract. There's no way, there's no way to, there's no way, you know, they, they would. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Fuck, that sucks. Uh, I think I anyway. saw that they, they make more money on one show than they did for WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Brock Lesnar comes in, flies in, does five minutes, boom, boom, I'm home. Hell of a payday, right? Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. Like I don't even um, think he wants to like I think he wants a break from wrestling right now, but he's like, Saudi, all right, I'm there. All right. I am scared to bring this up because I just saw one tweet and I did not look it up. I'm pretty sure it's real. Like Logan Logan Paul's knees fucked. Yeah, yeah, that that's true. Oh. Yeah, like he was saying it said like ACL, MCL, like yeah, he got the whole ACL, but meniscus, MCL, and probably ACL something. All of it. You scared me. I, I thought I thought you had some uh, new uh, Josh Allen news. I was getting worried. No. Yeah. Now that's the one we're waiting on right there. Um, it says right now it's the word is limited, but hopeful for Vikings. So maybe it's not that bad. Do you have him as your quarterback in any year long leagues? 
the Scott Fishbowl. Oh, that's what you said. Who's your backup? You well, it's a two quarterback league. It's it's oh. I've got I have Josh Allen, I have Justin Fields, who by the way, neither of them have gone off on the same week. Um oh. and and then Marcus Mariota is my backup. Uh I mean, that's probably the best you're gonna get in a yeah, two quarterback I mean, league, rough. right? Who's the backup? Marcus Scott, Mariota. Scott Fish? No, I'm sorry, who's Josh Allen's backup? And do oh, you I don't give that any kind of a shot. I mean, they still, they've still yes, got the offense in place. In in the fishbowl, the rosters are so deep. Every and it's a two quarterback league. I mean, there are no free agent quarterbacks. I've auction? been struggling. Uh, it is auction, auction, yeah, but it's not a. It is auction, but it's not aggressive. Okay. Um, I've found that like a lot of uh, you get you kind of get what you want if you're paying attention. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So. But, I mean, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, you know, doing so well in the fishbowl. You know, I, I, I it, it's, you know, I sit here and I talk like I'm a professional at fantasy football, and, you know, I am you hanging are. with the professionals. So you are. You know, I, there, I believe in that completely, and I apologize for missing the last two shows. I know I, I gave you more of a heads up the the week before. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. Last week I slept right through alarms. Absolutely. But I'll be back this week. Last week, there was a little bit of confusion. I I had thought that you were going to get back to me by, you know, before you went into work uh, or something to know if your internet was in. And I was still like coming back off of the week that was and had been a horrible yeah. fucking day. And so, so Thursday night, like it just, yeah, it, it was bad. And I had set alarms, didn't wake up to any of them for the next day. And I was kind of half like, when I woke up, I'm like, oh, it probably worked out because Al's internet, you know, like that kind of a thing. So, but either way, I apologize. I wasn't there. Well, I have this problem right now in fantasy football. I have my quarterbacks are Josh Allen, Justin Fields, Marcus Mariota, and Taylor Haneke, who I've I've picked up recently. And they all have... Week fourteen is a bye week minus Josh Allen, so I gotta I gotta get a backup for Justin Fields for week fourteen. Uh, oh. I thought it was gonna be you know Mariota, but same week. So yeah, I mean, man, that's tough. Wow, that's tough. You got them both. Yeah, you're gonna have to go for Allen's backup if that happens too. But then I still need that guy to play. I can't play him oh. because Josh Allen is playing. Fuck. I'm fine. I'm like I'm not fine if Josh Allen goes down, but I have quarterbacks that can start up until week fourteen. Then I have nobody. I think I think you gotta go for the back like if he's not playing like if he's out. Yeah. You've got to play the backup this upcoming week, drop Mariota. Because then you at least know that you at least know that then for the bye week you have two quarterbacks still. So right now yeah, it does. Because you have right either now, Allen or the backup. I, I, right now, here are the free agents in uh, in this league. The only starting free agent available right now is Baker Mayfield. Jesus, he's is he starting? He's not starting. Oh, that's right. It's still PJ. They just Wall. activated Darnold. I think he's probably going to start. Yeah. So so it's it's Mayfield, Foles, Driscoll, and Bridgewater. Not a starting quarterback amongst them. So Jeez. I mean, it's it's rough. It's rough. Now, um, it is a super Al. flex. 
Al, right now my numbers are telling me for us in the footballers real quick. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish yeah. that. If it's a flex, what? Well, if it's a flex, I mean, I can start anything in that position. So, I mean, sure. even a kicker if I need to. Okay. Yeah. I get, All right. That helps there. No, but I'm saying, like, I just went to go look at, like, my QB cheat sheet, and I pulled up yeah. our fo- football football guys on uh, FFPC. And right now, <laughs> my my numbers, and they're, you know, they're not necessarily the best, but I'm seeing that Fields – has just jumped for the rest of the yeah. season, Herbert, from seventh, from eighth to seventh. I actually put him in as the uh, starter this week already. You nice know, I job. set the lineup early for you know that that way we could kind of look things over. And uh, yeah, I have yep. Fields over Herbert. Yeah, definitely with the he, matchup. He won me that he won me by me playing him over Murray in foosball. It's the reason I won. Yeah. Oh man, do we have a tight end? No, we're in nope. really rough, rough shape. Holy shit. If, if what's-his-name is out, which sure seems like yeah, It seems like that's at least another week, doesn't it, without Andrews? Yeah. we got to grab a kicker. But, uh, yeah, I – who do you have in, you said? Oh, yeah, Fields. I mean, my numbers say him for sure. There we go. It looks like Brock Wright is still available. The Detroit tight end. Okay. Well, he didn't do shit. Yeah, no, he didn't do anything. But, I mean, he's our best He's our best risk. He's our best cup. Sure, sure. Tommy sure. Tremble caught a touchdown. He's available. The Carolina tight end. Mm-hmm. But I think he splits time there. Brevin Jordan, Houston is available. And James Mitchell, also of Detroit. James Mitchell's a stud uh, tight end. Like, the, the dude could ball. You know, he, mm-hmm. he's 23 years old. Uh, he was aggressive in college uh, over there in Virginia Tech. And uh, I legit, like, I think they may have, a, they think they have a future with James Mitchell. And if you're in a dynasty league, you may want to grab James Mitchell, um, you know, on a waiver because nobody's touching okay. him right now. But that Detroit offense is good. That Detroit offense needs a, a, a tight end. And I think James Mitchell is the guy that they're looking for. Now, does he does he outplay Brock this week? I don't know. You know, I don't know if they're going to give him the opportunity because Brock Wright failed last week. Um, so, but James Mitchell also available on the waiver wire if we want to maybe go for more, maybe a higher ceiling, but more risk. Yeah. So I'll, I'll leave you. You're in charge of the waiver wire this week. You get go get right. these guys. I'll go get him. Figure this out. I'm happy with whatever you do. You know, I worry a bit about the auction there, and you know, we'll see. You know what? I'll just say this: it's near the end of the season. That money's useless afterwards. Be aggressive. Get what we like. If we need a tight end, and there's one good available tight end, be aggressive. You know, even if you overpay, we we need the guy. Like we 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 don't have it. We don't have options. Um. Okay. All right. We can probably. I think I picked up one of the uh, Detroit wide receivers. Uh, Raymond, he might be droppable. Tooney, man, I want to drop him, but I still don't know what he's going to do. So we'll see this week with the Chiefs how he how he's involved. Uh, but I'm still, yeah, seeing, I'm still seeing Mo Alley Cox. Yeah. Ugh, which is tough. I'd rather not, but. Yeah, I mean uh, – our cheat sheet, I mean, the shared cheat sheet we use 
has Mo Ailey Cox at 31, and you know, Mitchell's 25. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's Wright, Jordan. All right. I'd go after My Mitchell. guys are saying, well, likely likely is the best guy to grab, which we don't have a, an opportunity to. We ha- I think we had a shot at him, and I underbid. Which again, I'm, that's why I'm saying, like, man, be aggressive. It's okay to be aggressive and spend money now because well, you'd, not- you'd you'd mentioned throwing the kitchen sink at him, and I think you did. I think you went aggressive. Yeah, but, just- but I guess not enough. <clears throat> I think I did think I was going aggressive, and and I think I put like eighty nine, and the winning bid was like one fifteen. I should have done like two hundred, like just like we need this guy. So again, that, like that's a mistake to learn from. Yeah, was that last Wednesday or was that? Um, sorry, I'm I'm gonna try to. I want to see what what we lost him to here, real quick. Yeah, I think it. I think it was Wednesday. Um, what else? What else? James Mitchell. Hmm. Yeah, all the guys my guys are recommending. We were the only other team in on it. We bid 89 on Isaiah Likely. And uh, Tall Dark Stranger bid 102. Yeah, so we were close. You're close. Yep. I mean, and and he did. He, He got the touchdown that was needed. I mean, that's all you're looking for there, right? Yeah. If he gets that's a touchdown, it. you're like, boom, that's all I needed. Yep. Oh, well, that's all right. Um, what else? Uh, my guys are my guys are saying Dan Arnold. Dan but, Arnold, huh? Yeah, but so Dan Arnold, Evan Ingram is considered day-to-day with a back injury. If his status declines, Arnold is a nice streaming option against the Chiefs. So, okay. like, Dan Arnold gives us the most upside, but if Ingram plays, we're screwed. Then right. we have to get, like, an early waiver option. So, yeah, that's tough. And, like, there's not a lot of guys well, I want to drop. Do you think somebody's going to go right after Arnold? Oh, no, we wouldn't be able to get him until Sunday. So we've got we've to make the shot at James, at Mitchell, right, and somebody else, and then last – Man, we need somebody though. We have to have a starting tight end. Yeah. That's what's tough about this league, which, you know, we're playing with the big boys here. So is yeah. that I can't just go to free agency, can I? No. Everything we miss is him? Bad. Everything is bad. Ooh. Yeah, this league's the only league I'm in that's like that. It's tough. Cause there's a I mean, there's a lot of I win a lot of my leagues because I do fantasy football, you know, Friday night. Going into Saturday, I'm doing most of my work, getting shit set for, you know, being able to pull all the triggers on Saturday. And I'll see something trending. Like, I'll see a wide receiver who's projecting well, and I'll just pick him up, you know. So that's how I win a lot of my shit. And you can't do that with this league. There's been multiple times where I've gone, oh, we got to grab this guy. And I look, he's available. But But you can't. Yeah. I I mean, I throw the bid in for Sunday, but. Sure. By that point, everybody's sharp to it. Absolutely. Um, so, 
if you're watching a show and you've watched it for a long time, have you watched a show like episodically, weekly ish yeah. for a long time? NYPD like, Blue. How about no, but you don't watch it once a week. Or you did well, I, back in the day. I did. I did in the day. Um no, I mean in modern day MacGyver. Streaming, I did you know, I did for like I did for about the time you've done Quantum Leap. Like I, I know I was in on it for like the first four or five episodes. It was on mm-hmm. a night where I enjoyed coming home and just watching TV. And uh so I was able to pull it was Friday night, you know. Which I now watch. Uh, I watch SmackDown because SmackDown's gotten good. So okay. I, I generally I'll come home from work and it's Friday, so there's a lot of energy. But I have a lot of work to do with fantasy football. So to calm mm-hmm. down, I'll generally get a euro and I'll sit and I'll eat my euro and watch wrestling, you know, for two hours, and then I'll jump into fantasy work. So. Okay, I like that. So I have a show that I've been watching that's episodic weekly for some time now. <laughs> Similarly, and if you if this happened to you, Al, yeah, where one service, if you pay up now, there's an app where you can watch it on their their app. And the last two seasons, it's been like watch a week ahead, grab the app, watch a week ahead, grab the app, right? Yeah. So you do. If you can, you do, right? right. So there's three episodes left of this show of mine and Lauren's. We're a week ahead. So a, a week and a half ago, we watch the third to final episode of the series. Then I start reading that, yep, this just this past week, the second to last episode is going to show up on this app a week early, right? But I was yeah. reading that then they're not going to do that for the finale. So you'd have to, if we watch the it, episode... Yeah. If we watch the Sunday night episode, we have to wait two weeks to get the finale. And I'm like, you know, this is back to like, it's how I watch Breaking Bad at the end. It's how I watch Better Call Saul at the end. I want that show next fucking week. Or I want to, or at least I want to bank it for two weeks. But now I I pretty much have to bank it for three. That's the most annoying thing about, is that not annoying? Yeah. I think if I remember right, like the Sopranos had something similar. Like where they took like right. two or three weeks off before the final, you know, which would build oh, everyone hey. was building. You don't do that before the final. Well, you're building like, anticipation. You're making people watch. I did sure. that with El Rey. I finished. I was down to like two episodes two weeks ago and I just stopped watching. I was like, man, I, I don't know if I want to finish this yet or I really want to pay attention to the end. So, oh, OK. I, like I was, put it I was off. thinking you're like. I was thinking you're just done with the marathon. You're like this. Yeah, right. I'm out. I'm tired. Yep. <laughs> no. Uh. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's The Walking Dead. So that's. Oh, oh, you're fine. Don't worry about it. I'm you sorry. can stop. Yeah, now. I know. But I'm glad that I I had to explain it without it being The Walking Dead to you. Otherwise, you. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> um, uh, El Rey. I I did try to start watching it uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, a week and a half, like just before Dallas. I don't, I don't think you're ever going to get home. to that, Clark. <laughs> it was, I don't either. Like, because I, I was like, all right, I'll do it while working. Can't, can't, no, can't, can't. Nice job watching that. That's impressive, Al. To be honest, like, well, I, I, I actually like that. I found, I found this out watching. Uh, what's the Korean show everyone watched? Uh, the. Um, yeah. Mind, the, the, mind games or what the what the fuck was Squid it? Games? 
Squid Games. Games. You know, you watch Squid Games, you have to set, you have to dedicate an hour to watch an episode because you have to sit there and read the translation. And if you look at your phone for a minute, you have no idea what's going on or who's talking about what. You cannot semi-follow. So El Rey with me was like that. It would be like, okay, two hours before bed, I have to shut everything down. I have to turn the computer off. I have to put the phone away. And I just have to watch this television program. And it's compelling enough where I was able to do it. So I actually, I'm starting to really enjoy foreign stuff. Like I, I look for things that, you know, force me to watch shows because I, I, I watch them more in depth than things I just kind of have on in the background and I half watch. Otherwise you wouldn't. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. That makes sense. Well done. Um, are they each an hour? They're about 40 hour minutes. In? Yeah. I mean, I don't, know why I'm, I don't know why I'm asking. You know I'm not going to be able to watch it. Yeah, you're not going to watch it. No. Uh, 40, 40 minutes each. They're... I was a little pissed that Squid Games took took home some prizes that I thought should have gone to Better Call Saul, but that's neither here nor there. Well, Squid, Squid Games is an insanely good program. I know a Better, Better Call Saul is too, so... You know, like I'm yeah. I haven't watched Better Call Saul. I'm not up to date. You know, I've been meaning to. It's on the checklist, but I it's know a it's a good check. show. I know. It's yeah, a it's good a good one to check. It, um, that you know, like like a lot of shows are. There's times when you're, you know, you feel like you're in the grind, and it's like, ah, eh, maybe maybe not. But you know, there's a, there's Evan flows, Evan flows, Evan flows. Yeah, I, I Evan? worked with him. I worked with him at US ninety nine. Evan flows. Nice, decent. He did. He did, uh, he did the water reports. That sounds like a. That sounds like a DJ name or like a, a radio guy name. Yep. <sighs> what else? So Evan Ingram is projecting for ten to twelve points. How much? Well, you know he doesn't even have a questionable tag. Ten to twelve, where. James Mitchell and Brock Wright are projecting for Brock Wright's projecting four to six, but he is questionable. Mitchell's projecting three to four. So yeah, like it's just such a shitty situation we're in right now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You don't you don't bet on you cannot bet on your tight ends getting injured. Like it's just And it's a shame because tight ends do get hurt a lot. Yeah, they do. But the strategy when you when you draft a dominant tight end is you don't really need to have a backup. What is so? Speaking of tight ends, what do you currently think of Cole? From a fantasy perspective, or from an actual football playing perspective? From a from a I'm a Chicago Bears fan. I don't play fantasy football. I, I like I like Cole, I like Komet, and uh, I, I think there's still an upside we haven't seen yet. I can't agree with you more. It's, okay. it's been nice to see. Um, what I have to say is now I'd like to know, what do you think of him as a fantasy asset? He's a touchdown or bust player. Yeah. Um, if you get you know, two out of him, it's great. Three to four, three to four targets a game, maybe one to two catches, 30 to you know 40 yards, um, which isn't going to get you anywhere. But if he gets a touchdown, you're at six and then you'll get to 12. So, you know, last week he was – do you realize the last week the tight end position was so bad in fantasy football? And this is always something to look at. You know, mm-hmm. if you look at the ceiling of, of a fantasy football week, 
to decide where you're going to go at tight end. And this week it was obviously don't spend up, just spend down. And uh, unfortunately, I only had Cole Komet in stacks. But Cole Komet was the, the leading scoring tight end on the week in fantasy football. 22 points uh, was the highest score at tight end. So, that I mean, that's what it, that's what it means when, when you have guys who cannot have a ceiling in tight end. You know, like this week on the main slate, you have Travis Kelsey projecting for 25 points. You have Hawkinson, who's only projecting for 15. I'm, I'm talking ceiling on both. Um uh, but it's it's Hawkinson in a new situation in Minnesota. I mean, the dude could go off. And then Greg Dolrich of uh, Denver. You know, those guys, I mean, the, 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 one of those three almost definitely will put up over 22 points. So, you know, you, you, got, you can't be as safe spending down, although it's not a killer week. You know, there's okay. no Mark Andrews. So. Right. Well, I don't know. I like I like Komet there. For the Bears, that is. For the is Bears. Harrison Bryant available. He's blocking all right. Uh, you seen any of the videos of Tevin Jenkins blocking the shit out of people? He gets no, aggressive. I he gets aggressive yeah. out there. He follows through and puts them on their ass sometimes, and it's that's a lot of fun. I think uh, I think Tevin Jenkins as a guard is a uh, might be an all right spot. Yeah, he uh, that was I mean, that was what was said of him coming out of college was right. The guy is super aggressive and uh, just a beast out there. He murders guys. And uh, I like that. I like hearing that about a tight end. So I'm I'm all in uh, on that. So, yeah, Tennessee was Tennessee. Yeah. So Austin Hooper is projecting five to six points. That might be the better better play, but then his backups projecting well too. So it's a split split backfield. His backup is the guy with a really long name, no one can pronounce. Okay. Oh yeah. Um. Then what is so Brevin Jordan? Let's see where he's projecting. He might be the guy for us. Brevin Jordan plays for Houston. It's Houston on the main slate. Hmm. Oh, they're there. He's projecting four to six points. OJ Howard is his backup. Yeah, man, it's, it, whatever you want to do is fine. You you make the call. Okay. All right. I will do that. Um, <laughs> looking in the, uh, the quick week ahead, the, um, the upcoming game with the highest over-under is going to be Jacksonville and Kansas City. Yeah, we'll talk about that for sure. Um, I've, I mean, I've looked over the slate this week. There's not a lot of value. The best value and the, the best play on the board is clearly the Chicago Bears Detroit game. But Jesus. Ownership is going to be like, that's not going to be, you're not sneaking anything by. You're not there. sneaking fields. You're not sneaking. Yep. No. No. Everyone's going to be on. And I mean, and, and the receivers, I think, are a crapshoot. The receivers and tight end, right? Like, yeah. But they're cheap, is the beauty of it. And so, what you look for, what you want, what you really want to look for on a winning team, on a fantasy team, when you're building stacks, is a team that's going to be unowned. That's a bad team that has players that could do average, and then they're playing a team that has a really good ceiling on the other end. So the run back is huge. So you know, for yeah. example, this week the Bears had Hill, who was a top five 
projecting wide receiver on the other end of the field, and you had cheap plays on the other side that could get you average points. Darnell Mooney, Komet, you know, they they were under, I think they were under five grand, each of them. This week, Mooney is 5'5", five, five, you know, but that's still, you're not paying anything. Chase Claypool is even more interesting. He's he's cheaper. He's 4'8", and he's going to want to show something off. And Cole Komet is 3-4, you know. So you could build a double stack with uh, Justin Fields, and then you run it back with Armand St. Brown, who's one of yeah. the higher projecting wide receivers on the board. So, But like I said, everybody is going to be doing this. Oh, maybe so it's, it's the St. Brown game. probably not worth playing. Maybe it's the St. Brown game, though, where the, the brothers. Yeah, both brothers. St. Brown. I don't know. Yeah, right now St. Brown has the eighth highest uh, ceiling projection on the week, but he's right—he's right in the cluster where all, everyone kind of is. Uh, you know, could Hill, you imagine number one if Justin Fields had receivers like Tyreek Hill who could just get open with his speed like that and yeah. Waddle? Like their receivers were able to just get open. Yeah. They have the best. They have the best duo, wide receiver duo in football, in my opinion. You know, I mean, I, argument you could make, I guess, would be Tampa Bay. Um, trying to think of another. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals went healthy, Chase Claypool and yeah. uh, and Higgins. Yeah. Uh, but but for my money, I'm taking the Miami Dolphins. I'm taking Waddle and uh, Hill. You know, sure. those would be Me my too. those would be my draft duo. So. Me too. I mean, hell, my eyes got real wide. I made that offer for Waddle when I saw Joe had him. I mean, after watching the game, and sure, that's that may be just kind of with the homer on me a little bit. The same with me trusting in Fields over Hertz for this, but I, I needed to improve in a couple areas. I needed a better. I needed another running back because my running backs are gone, and I needed to get a little better at wide receiver, and I did. So we'll see. And Fields, if he's going to be top six, top seven. Yeah, I mean, Fields is, Fields is a good play, which sucks because I think I'm probably the guy who drafted him, if I'm not mistaken. I think you were. You know, yeah. so I just uh, – I ran out of roster space. And, I know. And it happens. And in, in your league, you have more space than – well, one of my leagues is just not run correctly, so it's it's difficult. Oh, is, it, is that a league we're both in? No, no, no. It's a different one. It, oh. It's another one where there aren't enough roster spots. There's not even an IR spot. Like it's just yeah, because yeah. Ro- Ross does have the oh, IR no, spots, but it, it's he the, has it's a the, small bench. It's the eight team league that I was telling you about. Oh yeah, with yeah, a small yeah. bench like that just doesn't let me be good. Let me build it. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. Yeah. Um. All right, bud. I really have to. I really have to go to the bathroom. I'm gonna be honest. All right. It's Sounds been good. a minute. Great Enjoy show. It was nice to get acquainted with you again. I apologize for the rough beginning. Things sure. just fucking fell apart over here, and it's my apologies. It's not that I don't care. Uh huh. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. I'll uh, I'll be down here at four fifteen Friday morning. We'll Sounds do that good. show. We'll get out the week ten. Al, congrats on your win last week. I know you were pretty disappointed, but uh, thank you, buddy. I mean, yeah, I mean, you were pretty finishing, far in the green, to be honest. Finishing you know? 12th out of, you know, almost 6,000 players Huge. in a, a single-entry league is uh, is pretty damn good. Yeah. 
Thank you, yeah. Sean. Appreciate you tuning in, bud. Uh, Sean, have a good one. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, too. Al, have a good night. Everybody, enjoy your day. Enjoy your time wherever you are. Oh, boy. Perfect. Oh, fuck. Al, I got to pee. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.